live on twitch.tv slash h2o happy dude and of course i am the one h2o happy dude here with my best friend and uh well not more acquaintances more than anything this is the first time we've <laughs> talked outside of uh, a studio so ladies and gentlemen uh Marty scott yes i'm i'm on either left or right i'm not <laughs> really sure which way to look but yeah i'm here virtually because this is 2020 and that's what we do yeah covid's a pain in the ass oh by the way this is uncensored, so you don't have to put your uh, Radio Free GTR <laughs> filter on. Yeah, um, or or any of my others. Yeah, we we uh, we stayed the FCC guideline, if you want to say that, uh, as far as cussing and stuff like that. And uh, we took a little flack from our older audience for it, but uh, we're praised by our younger audience for keeping that same we'll say mo in the show so uh yeah they, they're family friendly esque uh some of the topics tend to breach that a little bit as kind of push the envelope with just a touch but pg-13 is about as high as we go uh just for the shiggles and can i just hear you drop the f-bomb once uh yeah well you know if you wanted, <laughs> uh if if you talk to me outside of any microphone in the room uh and my office is like plagued with microphones uh, gotcha i drop them all the time <laughs> i have i have one of the worst potty mouths but uh it, it's funny you get me in a room with a microphone that i know is off or you get me in a room where uh it, it's uh, as we call in the business safe harbor um yeah, it, radio people are some some of the foul mouthed people that you'll ever ever meet in your life, you know. So uh, the seven words are very easily and very freely thrown, uh, especially around my house and my, my I'm sure my kids know how to cuss at this point. So um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I've been known to drop the f bomb <laughs> a time or two, but well, we we. Like, in one sentence spoke about how uh, we met through uh, Geek Tank and the Cinemasticast coming to iHeartRadio Studios for uh, podcast recording. How yeah. did you go from uh, working at that station to actually producing podcasts and web content? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I've been in the radio business for... Uh, this is my 19th year, 20th year in radio. And, uh, I mean, I started at the ripe young age of like 15, you know? Jesus. Uh, and so I, I've been in it for a minute, but that being said, I've also seen the evolution of radio and where it's going, how it's going. And more importantly, um, the adage that everybody says, well, radio is dead. Yes. And no, um, radio has evolved and uh we right now are doing radio it, it's so funny like everybody's like oh, I, I don't listen to radio i listen to podcasts or i don't listen to radio i listen to pandora i listen to spotify you, you can go down the list of of all the oh, i listen to my mp3s uh bitch that's called radio uh so as much as you don't want to admit it that you are not listening to radio somebody programs those music stations somebody puts this podcast or, or you know any podcast that you might listen to together 
and it the good ones are produced by radio people um or or people who love that industry and that medium so much that you know they become students of that medium so why did i go strictly into podcasts well simple that's where radio is gone um you know i, I to say radio is dead i would agree that most terrestrial radio is dead who killed it the corporations but you know that's just me speaking very frankly and very openly you know now you're going to get uh, a dj or or you know a morning show that's farmed in from somewhere else now and that's okay because you know uh it works uh it works money wise it works you know, region-wise, uh, if you have people in charge that understand that region. So, um, you know, it's just the way the world is gone. Um, now I'm producing for, I, I've lost count of how many podcasts that I'm actually producing for. Um, it's kind of funny, you know, uh, and, and people seek me out to say, hey, listen, by the way, I need your, you know, uh, you know, magic fingers on this imaging or something along those lines you know i'm happy to do it you know but now i just charge people for it so well now knowing that i'm really glad you're letting me get you for free tonight <laughs> yeah yeah well I, as i always like to say uh i am a prostitute not a whore so prostitutes charge whores ah. so so um with the like I mentioned this to Wayne, we we essentially sat down and had like a forty-five minute conversation based on the entertainment changing during COVID, mm -hmm. and with everyone having access to a microphone or a, in my case a Twitch channel, and uh, basically producing content in some way, shape, or form, and I'm including YouTube in this as well. Mm. Um. With, with with what seems to be an oversaturation of content out there, uh, do you actually think that in the COVID era that it's actually viable to start one from scratch? Uh, it depends on how, and it depends on, you know, obviously in starting up anything, business or whatever, and, and they should be treated like a business. Uh, you know, it's always your baby. So how far you're willing to take something is completely up to you. Um, you know, to what lengths are you willing to put your baby out there? <laughs> you know, uh, you want to see it grow. There's going to be growing pains along the way. Uh, and, and as I like to tell people who are starting a podcast all the time, I'm like, listen, if you don't come to a point where you're like, I love this, but I don't know if I can do this anymore and you still come in, then it's not worth it. Because that that moment is going to hit you of, why am I doing this? Um, I I can't tell you how many times in, in actual terrestrial radio when I was working at a radio station, I was driving to work going, why the hell am I doing this? Like, why am I putting myself through this misery, this constant battle of, you know, did I say the wrong thing? Did I piss somebody off? Um, and even now, like, you know, uh, the listeners and, and, and this is the issue now, I think, with with podcasters, especially is that, you know, we get analytic data in real time. We can see when uh, people, you know, tune out at a specific second 
oh, well, I said, you know, uh, something XYZ and they tuned out. Well, I lost that listener for good. You know, I, m meanwhile, the kid who was listening, who you just dropped that number from, just got done cutting the lawn. You know, it, it's it's so many different variables in there. But we as creators sit there and, and pine over these analytical datas that, quite honestly, don't mean much. They really don't in the grand scheme of your passion to drive your content forward the people who do it and do it well successfully well um are people who quite honestly had the money to push it to the next level who got that one up from somebody else and and it's by the way every business is the same it's all about who you know and it's all about you know uh making contacts and relationships and that's all it is. That's that's literally every business model is is the, built around the same thing: who you know and how you know them, and what they can do for you. So, um, in in that regard, uh, keep creating content. I, listen, this is a great time right now for creators. It's a chance for you, as the creator, to sit down and say, "Okay, I love doing this, but it is it really something I love doing." Um, maybe it's it's something about that. Maybe it's something, you know, the inner workings behind it. Shoot, uh, you know, my wife and I literally were just talking about this today where I am now doing my dream job and that's producing. I've always been a producer since the day one when I got into radio, uh, like I said, ugh, too long ago. Um, <laughs> much before gray hair and children and, and a wife and whatever uh <laughs> you know way back then i was producing and i loved it i was behind the scenes yeah i like talking and i like i like uh you know hosting shows and i like doing that kind of stuff but if that if my voice went i've always said it if my voice went i would just sit there and produce all day every day and that's what I'm doing now. And that's what COVID, surprisingly enough, if you can find the silver lining, has allowed me to do this from home. I don't leave home. I, you know, barely put on pants some days. So um, it's it's really nice in that regard. Um, you know, and, and, and I would urge creators, if you are starting something up, uh, know the pitfalls that, that they exist. They will be there. No creator through the history of time uh, in any medium has sat there and said, I love my job every single day. None. It, it's kind of like how it was for me for a while. I started, God, I'm afraid to actually take a look at this, but it's like I've been HO Happy Dude since January 19th, 2014. Right. And four years ago i just made affiliate and i like as soon as i hit affiliate i'm like yeah i can actually make money at this two years after i hit affiliate i finally made money at it yeah right and right. like one of the biggest things is is that you like you're programmed as a twitch streamer to not pay attention to the numbers but as a right. podcaster and someone who produces audio, you, you have to that's the thing because even though, like, for example, like, I did two episodes by myself, and I didn't feel like they were up to par. They got mm -hmm. no listens whatsoever. However, 
like the one with Wayne that I did last week. And and I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, because people are actually listening to it, mm-hmm. that it it has this slow climb and then it's going to plateau. Yeah, that that's the tricky part, though, is, you know, when you start looking at the analytical data and you start boiling down numbers and stuff like that, I, I'm going to be honest with you, as a program director of a terrestrial radio station, okay, we sat there and we pined over numbers. We, we did. We, we would sit there and look at these charts go up and down and fluctuate and your your TSL is down, but your your QM is up and all this other, you know, and, and numbers start flowing out the window before you long you're cross-eyed going i i don't know which way is up and which way is down is that good um and and you start realizing when you start take a step back from all that you just go okay wait a minute at the end of the day did we put out the best product to the consumer aka the listener and and honestly that that's i think one of the quintessential differences between twitch streamers youtube creators and and podcasters is yeah you have these three levels of of just nuanced crazies you know sitting there looking at number analytical data twitch is is the one extreme of i don't give a damn uh (laughs) to podcasters who sit there and go but we lost somebody in the 15th you know minute mark you know and and in somewhere in the middle you have to find that happy medium of creating good content as long as you're confident in that good content the listeners will come and and that's basically what it boils down to and uh one of one of the issues that i have with producing content is like i've been on twitch for six years i've been on Mm -hmm. This past January was my ninth year on YouTube. And mm-hmm. like I realized that I'm producing content now for the sake of producing content. Like, sure. like if I make money, okay. But I'm still going to go out in the middle of a fucking pandemic and try to find a nine to fiver. Right. But, I, like, but until that day comes, it's like you realize that the road that you're taking to get to that point... It's going well, to feel so much worth it if, if you yeah. ever get to that point. Now, you realize, like, okay, what is that point for you? Is that point for you Joe Rogan status? And where you've got a staff of 25-plus, uh, you know, cranking out your content to the point of and, – and Joe does a good job of keeping his own work his. Um, however – you get to a point when you get to a larger status uh, syndication wise and, and all that other stuff where your work no longer is yours to a point. Um, you might have a say in it, but you have people then over and under you saying, hey, by the way, uh, when you put out this next one, we need you to X, Y, Z. You know, and you start pe- getting people to kind of manipulate your content in a sur- uh, sort of way. And that only comes from them trying to make money themselves, right? Right. Uh, so, you know, y- you take that, you know, exchange a little bit. You're like, well, whatever. I'm making, you know, how much ever? Millions of dollars at this point. What do I care? You know, um, I- and actually I had that discussion uh, with a couple people in the radio business, I'm not going to name drop, but uh, it's funny. They're very successful at what they do. Okay, they're very successful, and uh, I'll just leave it at that. 
but they said like listen I, I would not be saying these things that i'm saying right. my character is and my people say that my character needs to say this <laughs> you know so it's it's a little bit of that exchange though what is your level what is your idea of a success is it you know the million dollar mark or is it you know hey listen we're just creating good content i think i think that my level of success is somewhere in the middle you know yeah. if i never hit that you know hey listen i'm i'm creating a, a podcast a day but i'm also exchanging it for like you know million dollar a pop then i'm good with that like like my whole thing about about producing content was is that I am looking for something that will keep a roof over my head, food in my belly, and bill collectors off my ass. Right. I mean, like, yeah. and I made the mistake of uh, back before the uh, uh, the subscriber count for YouTube actually mattered to be a partner. Mm. Uh, I always signed on for three years with full screen uh, right after the whole acquisition of uh, Screw Attack and Rooster Teeth. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest piece of hot garbage I've ever signed, but you know, I learned from that, came out of it better, and like it's not going to deter me from trying to still achieve that point, right? And uh, like, just because I had a setback didn't necessarily mean that you know, and this goes along with anybody, just because you have a setback of any way, shape, form, or fashion. If you still love doing what you're doing, do it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like the absolutely. whole like the whole thing with uh, meeting you via uh, the Cinemasticast when we were doing s- stuff at. By the way, I don't know how you put up with put up with Joe for as long as you did <laughs> on a weekly basis, but bless your heart. Uh, uh, listen, I, I'm not going to talk smack, but um, you know that. Like I said, every show goes through growing pains, you know, and you have to sit down and really evaluate what is and we have a cast of people, you know, and and it's true for any show who has a cast. I tell the the shows that I'm producing with now uh, when they're like, okay, what's your two cents on this? I'm like, listen, you're going to come in. There are those days where you're going to come in and you are absolutely going to despise each other. You have to create good content out of that. There are going to be those days where you love each other and you have to get good content out of that. You know, if, if you get to the point though, where you're sitting there and you are butting heads at every single topic discussion off mic, and then it's starting to leak onto on air. Um, you have to make some changes. You have to sit down and say, what is this show? Where are we going with this? And how are we going about it? And if, uh, you know, you start checking off boxes that say, Hey, listen, this isn't working. That's when you have to start making changes. So, um, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Well, on the topic of Joe and GTR, uh, what what steps that what steps occurred? Because I'm under the assumption that like I can't. Well, even if it wasn't for COVID, walk into the studio and say, "Hey, I want to produce. I'll, I want help producing X, Y, Z." Like, what 
who who came to who and what were the steps that were taken to start providing GT, uh, GTR on a regular basis? Okay, so GTR kind of fell into my lap. Um, when I first got, uh, I guess, assigned Geek Tank Radio, this was back when they were still on uh, AM600 uh, WREC, and their program director was like, listen, I've tried to coach them. I can't do it, and I don't want to take the time. Basically just shoved it off into the corner and said, good luck, you know. Um, and I did it uh, just because I was like, eh, whatever. I, I, I'm, I was a fool back then. There's a there's another thing in radio where you never say no. Um, like pro wrestling. Yeah, you, you just never say no to, to an opportunity. So at that time, I was, I mean, I was a full – you know, I had a full plate and I was like, sure, I'll take seconds. Uh, so just pile it on. Um, you know, and then it's I, I started working with the guys and, and I, I was listening to the show and I was like, listen, you know, if you want this to be a success, a radio success, have you tried this? Have you tried that? I started, you know, becoming a PD for them, uh, essentially. And uh, long story longer, uh, the show ended up mine um, as, as a pseudo mine where um, I, I was their program director. I took the show from an on-air status, a full on-air status to a full podcast with an on-air element. Um, so there's a little bit difference there. Uh, the difference being the long form show was actually on air and there were pieces of it on a podcast form. However, I switched that around and said, Hey, listen, talk to your heart's content. There are no rules in the podcast world. So let's go with that route. And so we went to the podcast world with an on air element, uh, whenever it went to, um, one one nine kiss FM. And, um, yeah, I, you know, kept evolving this, sh the, the show itself naturally evolved. However, I helped that along a little bit with, you know, some production elements and stuff like that. I, I made it a little bit more, uh, we'll just say on the ears, a little bit more, uh, radio friendly. Um, and we've kept it that way. Um, you know, we've always sat there and said, you know, what can we do better? What can we do better what can we do better and and then i just take that as a challenge <laughs> and and make it happen so um that's my job as a as the producer now the executive producer behind uh radio free gtr um you know while it's missing the on air element it's not missing any of the elements from air if that makes any sense uh it, you could take this show as is now slap it on any uh, talk radio, you could slap it on any, at this point, any uh, top 40 radio if they're willing to take a shot, and it would fit right in, you know, as far as imaging-wise and, and how it's sound, how it's produced, the speed of it, um, it would fit right in to any of those formats. So um, rock format uh, especially. So, uh, I, I mean, I'm really proud of that product. You know, it's, it's really good, but that's true for any of my products. You know, uh, my three subs, a soccer odyssey, I sat there and produced it the same way. 
you know, where it's it's fast, it's it's entertaining. There's more to it than just what's on the surface, you know. And and I think that is is what sets it apart. That's why it has the listeners, you know, that it does. And they keep coming back consistently is because they know the listeners. They know that what they're going to get is a good product, and then an entertaining product. And um, you know, it, it's it's relatively safe in that regard. I'm not going to lie, though. What what didn't sound safe is that with the name My Three Subs, if you are yeah. not a damn soccer fan, you would think it would be a Dominatrix podcast. <laughs> which which is why we named it as such. Uh, so it, that's the funny thing about uh, my brain is like I, I sit there and go, hmm, how could it be misconstrued? <laughs> And I'm sure people have have found me on the internet, uh, my three subs on the internet, and and gone. This is not what I was looking for, you know. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking and, of the other meaning. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, which is why on Instagram we don't have the same uh, branding. Uh, our Facebook and Twitter is my three subs podcast. However, on Instagram it's my three subs soccer pod. Because my three subs podcast was apparently already taken by what you just named, <laughs> so <laughs> there is a podcast out there somewhere, uh, a a dominatrix podcast out there somewhere, uh, or at some time that uh, still has the Instagram handle. Uh, so. Kids, turn the safe search on when searching <laughs> for that. Um, yeah, you you mentioned a a a, a part of branding. And, and like, I've been, uh, myself have had, you know, multiple, oh my God, what the fuck do I do with my brain kind of moments? Um, because it like, I, I'm like, I'm a retro streamer. Like, I, like if you were to see the backdrop of of the Twitch stream, it's like rain wave, radio wave, uh, motif and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I've ripped off the, uh, what is it? Miami vice font for this. Mm -hmm. And it's like I'm such a nerd of retro stuff, but yet I still haven't found, like, like a brand. Yeah. So, branding is funny in the sense that uh, you can change logo, you can change color scheme, you can change aesthetic all day, every day. If McDonald's came out and it, their golden arches all of a sudden turned into red right they switched the golden arches to like this red crimson arch okay yes it would be jarring but the branding is still there because they didn't change the m okay they just changed the color scheme um if they were to sit there and do away with the arches look what they did with ronald mcdonald ronald mcdonald used to be their you know uh, face of the of the franchise and then all of a sudden they started to phase him out there in like the eight, late eight, 90s, uh, we'll say early 2000s. Uh, he kind of took a back seat to the Golden Arches. Um, and, and it's interesting because the messaging and the imaging and the branding, as it were, did not change. Um, the I'm loving it moniker stayed the same. The... You know McDonald's phrasings and all their uh, um, different food choices—they stayed the same. The McFlurry, the Mc whatever, the Mc 
uh, McDip in it. I don't, I don't know. I haven't. Honestly, I haven't had McDonald's in like three years. But um, good on you. Yeah. Well, it, it was it was hard to begin with. It, it's so much easier now. And now when I look at McDonald's, I'm like, oh. um, but anyway, that's a different uh, that's topic a different altogether. Topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I use McDonald's as a whenever people start talking about brand because they did it so well their marketing is undeniably the best in any business um and why why is it well they do it with frequency and they do it with consistent messaging so when you're talking about branding it has to be consistent it has to be not what what you're putting out visually but the audio the the messaging the whatever text or phrase has to be the same and so that's why when you know it take geek kink radio we kept gtr in the name because we started referring to ourselves before we switched over to radio free gtr as gtr the gtr network the gtr this the gtr that the you know uh you know we had so many iterations of of gtr so then when we went to radio free gtr it was still it identifiable. Jarring. Yeah, we, we, everybody was like, oh, that's what Geek Tank Radio is. And we were like, well, yeah, we're the same thing. We just don't call ourselves that because we have restructured that brand uh, to be Radio Free GTR. Um, you know, it, the, the visual aesthetic behind that is still that, you know, purple color scheme. And um, it's kind of catchy and flouty there. Um, and, and while that's important, we could switch that color scheme in a couple of years or next year even and and nobody would flinch at it as hard as they would say we're no longer geek tank radio we are insert new brand you know because the phrasing has stayed consistent um and and that you know that imaging has stayed consistent that's the trick with branding and then when you do brand uh, like I said, the con- that consistency has to be across the board. Um, my brand, me personally, my brand has always been Brody Scott. It's always been my name. Uh, Brody Scott Productions is my is my business, and but it's still my name. So when you search for me, you can search for my name literally on everything. I feel like Blippy. Uh, yes, if you know who Blippy is, um, I have a five year old. So uh, you can search for my name and uh and i pop right up and 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 that's because i branded myself for so long um and and i would like to think my 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 consistency is there but you know we yeah. uh, when you deal with personal brand versus a professional brand uh there's sometimes two totally different things so one of the last things i was wanting to talk about was that i proceeded to ask the cinemasochists for questions oh boy here we go and i got only one and i cannot remember who it's by either wayne or tannin let me let me let me double check i think tannin hates me (laughs) it's like you produce their stuff i don't think i don't think it's a legit hatred but no we we stole wayne is what we did so uh See, we, here's the thing. The joke with uh, Geek Tank uh, versus the Cinemasochist was always this. Um, I used to um, take Wayne's ideas 
and and use them uh, consistently consistently on the show uh, because he had he had really good ideas until finally I just got tired of taking the ideas and just took the guy. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you know, and as I told Wayne, I was like, "Listen, if I can't beat you, I'm just going to join you and or buy you out." So um, in which case, why don't you come over to the dark side? So. It's like, why can you just have milk when you can buy the whole fucking cow? Yeah, right. I mean, you know, eventually you're going to have to marry it. So the marriage happened. Oh. It, it turned into a thing. So this came, this comes from Wayne. <laughs> Here we so go. don't shoot the messenger. All right. But why do you hate Batman? Uh, yeah. It is <laughs> okay, Batman is the most unrealistic thing i've ever uh, as a geek i understand it i get it but if you're sitting there and looking at i i like a level of believability i say that um i like a level it listen if you're going to make it believable make it believable if you're going to be outlandish iron man unbelievable right come on it's possible no um thor i love thor right god of thunder i love all mythos okay so i love greek mythology i love uh i love I, uh, all of it i love it I, I can't get enough of it. norse mythology right now I'm, I'm all about um but batman batman you mean to tell me that this douchebag billionaire is one unrecognizable to anybody because what you can't see his nose see, yeah um, you know uh and then two that he would give that much of a rat's ass about his city. You know, I know you're making money off of the city, but that you would give a damn if you had that much money. Uh, give me a billionaire and ask him if they give a damn about anybody. No, they're living in a country club or they're living in a gated community far away from the problems in their city you know so they're not in it to win it okay um and then the other problem that i have with batman is just it's just silly it just is silly he's got you know out there solving crimes and all that other it's just silly to me but i probably you know pissed a lot of people off with that but i i, I can't stand batman um so yeah i explained it why you know you don't have yeah. to like it Listen, I'll, I'll talk I mean, about like, that. Like, like, I'm, like, I'm all up for, like, I'm all for someone who has an opinion about yeah. something very unpopular and stands firm by it. Yeah. However, although I am a fan of, of, of everything that you said, there's bound to be someone out there that doesn't agree with you. So, oh, no. Yeah, no. So, I, I mean, mean, like, it's just. Listen, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. That is my opinion, and yes, I have an asshole. So uh, while you're you speaking know, to one, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Yes, my bag is not Batman. However, there are plenty of people around me who will literally die on the sword of Batman, and uh, good on them. Oh, one one personal question that I have for you. Yeah, uh, is it you or Joe that writes the intros to GTR? Uh. Joe is no longer uh, associated with the show anymore. So uh, now it is all me, brother. Yes, <laughs> oh, I, no. make them, I make them cheesy, uh, and, and that is the running joke uh, right now. So I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. And and when I literally do the same thing with the, the segues and stuff like that, 
I make it a point to sit there and say, what is the worst, cheesiest way I can get from point A to point B? And, without cussing. And, well, without <laughs> cussing. And it's just like, what is the over-the-top Disney Mickey Mouse way to put this uh, to get us to the next point? Um, it is it is now my life's mission <laughs> on that show to make it cringy. And, and let me tell you why. is because that is the one quality in joe that i actually did absolutely love about it is that he would come up with these stupid ass you know segues and you're like what the hell are you doing man and it was just funny to me i found it so funny because consistently he would do it um you call it a superpower of his so it is now i have to work at it uh, where I sit there and, and, and it'll be, I feel like the segments come into a break or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I'm working something. That's why like, uh, you'll hear in, in a couple of different episodes where I, you know, I just drop off of the conversation and it has nothing to do with me not being in, involved with the conversation. I'm sitting there working out a way to get this cheese to grate on, on the <laughs> ears of, of everybody. So yeah, uh, that, that would be me at this point. Well, uh, I kind of ran out of shit to talk about. <laughs> um, so I was, I was kind of hoping that, you know, we'd get at least half an hour and 37 minutes in, I've accomplished that. So, um, Brody, is there any plugs or anything that you want to, uh, you want yeah. to shout out for? Uh, of course, we've been talking about it for a while, but if you haven't, give it a listen. I'm talking about, uh, obviously, you're, you've got Pops in the corner there, so if you like uh, you know, your show, then you might, in fact, like Radio Free GTR. You can find it on any listening platform. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Amazon Music, because Amazon apparently has podcasts now. Um, uh, but yeah, we're on iHeartRadio. We're everywhere, so... Just search for it at Radio Free GTR. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram there. Uh, you can check out my other podcast, which is talking about soccer. So if you are a soccer fan or maybe uh, you have no idea what the hell soccer is, uh, it's okay. We we don't go that hard in the paint, if you will. That's a basketball reference. So um, we... Uh, we'd like to keep it entertaining and light and we talk to uh people in the community and stuff like that so uh it's a really fun podcast as well that is my three subs podcast uh you can just search my three subs the full title is my three subs a soccer odyssey um so uh my three subs podcast there um and then uh yeah if you need any kind of production if you're looking at being a creator yourself uh and you want your own uh little um you know tidbits and you want two cents on how to make it happen uh, i'm a consulting guy now uh there are people who pay me big money for this uh I don't, I don't charge that much but um apparently my my rates are really good so if you're looking for a producer or anything like that you can always hit me up i'm at brody scott b-r-o-d-e-e-s-c-o-t-t -E -E -T -T on facebook twitter instagram snapchat like everywhere so uh just search for my name and you'll find me all right well I'm never good at ending these things, but uh, to everyone listening, next time when you show up, shirts are required, pants are merely a suggestion. Should I stand up now and show you my pants?